This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast, presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. Look for new menu items like their better for you comfort foods, including the tuna poke bowl and spaghettini primavera, plus seasonal favorites like the new maple grain salad, beef stroganoff, and carrot cake. Lex and Dawn, we are going to have a happy hour at the Lowry. How does that sound? Amazing. Okay. They have, you know, they still have their comfort foods like the steak and pierogies. They have the Nashville fried chicken sandwich, but they have new things as well. Ooh, like what? Well, and they're better for you new things. Did you hear that, Don? Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, they're calling it new, better for you comfort foods like a tuna poke bowl, which I love, a spaghetti teeny primavera. Ooh, yum. I'm going to try that. I know. Lex, let's lady in the tramp that. Ooh, yes. This is a tramp. Ew. Well, we'll let them figure that out. (laughs) And then after all of that, you can try the carrot cake. Lex, I know you love a carrot cake. I love carrot cake, and I cannot wait to try theirs because everything there is so good. And Dawn, you can have like a spoonful. Okay, great. (laughs) Dine with them, make reservations, do takeout all at thelowryuptown.com. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. All right, guys. Well, Kenny and Don, you might know who this guy is. Cody Longo, former actor on Days of Our Lives. Cody Longo. What Do you know what character he played? I was just trying to look that up. Um, he said he was at one second here. Well, and maybe if you can check that out, I'll give a little yeah. information sure. on him. Uh, basically, he unfortunately, he was arrested in Tennessee after allegedly getting into a drunken fight with his wife earlier this week. He was booked and released on $2,500 oh. bond. And Sounds like something you just do in Tennessee, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, and uh, law enforcement told TMZ that he was that the intoxicated Luongo accused uh, Luongo Longo accused his <laughs> wife Stephanie of cheating on him before their drunken fight escalated and allegedly became physical. The actor has denied these claims, and the couple has been married since 2015, and they are parents of two young children. Oh, gosh, oh okay, oh. that sucks. Yeah, yeah Cody Longo. Unfortunate. He was also on The Catch and also Nashville. He played Quentin on Nashville in 2016. Mm. I'm still trying to find who he was. He's probably like a, who would you say he is? He's like a a Demera, you know? Oh, right. Stefano's, yeah. Yeah, Stefano, one of Stefano's kids. Well, I guess when they said famous or well-known actor from Days of Our Lives, he really wasn't that well-known, I guess. Well, I also haven't watched it in quite a while, but if he's a part of one of the old families, you know. I would just hope that his wife kicked his ass. That's all yes. I hope and pray for. I just hope she mm-hmm. just gave him the beat down. Got a couple good connections in there for sure. In a, in a yeah. year where so many good things have gone uh, virtual, here's one tradition that's carrying out like normal. It's the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Yes. So, yeah, on Thursday, the 75-foot-tall Norway spruce was chopped down and loaded onto a huge flatbed trailer. It was taken down about 170 miles north of midtown Manhattan, where it's eventually going to be put up. The massive tree will be erected on Saturday, and uh, for the ceremony, as you guys know, is usually on December 1st. Now, Rockefeller Center organizers have yet to reveal exactly how they will deal with the holiday crowds wanting to gather for the event to see the tree up close, but they do plan to have people there for the lighting. Okay. I just wonder, how do they keep it alive? Yeah. A lot of water and... 
Sugar water. Sugar water. Okay. Sugar water. Mm. No, I, I know it's a tourist trap, and I know it's... But I will tell you, I saw it many years ago, and it, it really is magical. The whole it Rockefeller... Cool. Yeah, yeah, the whole Rockefeller Plaza in the holidays... Look, I, Times Square and New Year's, you can forget that. But I know it's kitschy and touristy, but it really oh is quite gosh, magical. Right. It, yeah, it really yeah. is. And and it's a memory that I'll always have, and I'm so glad I did it, and I hope to do it again. Yeah, me too. I've never been, so. It's so it's great. On my oh, that's awesome, Don. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Kenny's been there, too. Well, Grant. Oh, yeah. I went there yeah. when I was younger. Yeah, it was oh, you pretty did? cool. I'm yeah. the only oh, wow. One. Don. Well, oh, okay. Everybody needs a pooper. That's why we invited you, party pooper. (laughs) Put some shoes on and drive that jalopy out to New York City. Shut up, Kenny. (laughs) She can take the Amtrak, Kenny. (laughs) The super bus. Mega bus. Mega bus. $3. If she's not out in New York City or camping in the winter, she can check out the the Bachelor Mansion because it's now available for rent on Airbnb, guys. Yeah. So the famous mansion featured in The Bachelor and The Bachelorette hits Airbnb for a whopping $6,000 per night. <sighs> How many people does it sleep? It sits on 10 acres within the Santa Monica Mountains of Malibu. The Mediterranean-style pad has seven bedrooms, eight bathrooms, and is 10,000 square feet. The entire place oh. sleeps 13 guests. Okay, we'll okay. split it up between well, our friends. We'll split then. it up. Did yeah. you know that someone actually lives there regularly when the show's not yep. being aired? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. So. Yeah. For more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or go to MyTalk1071.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm I talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Atari 2600. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Dawn is filling in. Yes. Grant's filling in for Dawn. And Kenny is just back. Just back. There I am. He's like right. the McRib. He's available for yeah. a limited time only. He's only here only one day this week. That's it. Yeah. Uh, by the way... Us. Strenuous. That guy, uh, Cody Longo, he played Nicholas Alamein on Days of Our Lives Don't for know one that. year. Oh. Don't know him. No. Okay. Kenny, you watched the days, didn't you? Uh, when I was a kid. Jason, yeah. I want to. I've been dying to ask you something about what we were talking about a few minutes ago oh. about uh, ghost houses. Yeah. Would Would you ever stay in a house where you knew? Or even buy or live in a house where you knew somebody had passed away. No. Okay. Here's okay. Thank you for asking. Um, no. Um, hell no. F no. Um, double F no. Oh. I didn't mean to make you mad, Jason. No. no. And and I'll, I'll tell you. Listen to Don. Oh, Jason, you're not going to give me an opportunity. I also have a question for her about this, but yes. please continue no. with your rage. Absolutely not. Oh, There's God. no. There's absolutely not, and so much so, I, I got to tell you, and I know everyone has different circumstances, but it is funny that you ask, because anytime I watch these shows, and somebody calls, you know, the, the family calls in a Don, you know, like they call they call right. in a Don McClain to come over and, you know, uh, uh, pull out her, her Ghostbuster stuff and, <laughs> and, and her, her lasers and her thing, and and Laser I got to tell you, if, yeah, I know you do, if, if McClain... <laughs> Like let's say let's say I didn't let me give you a, a totally let me give you a hypothetical that would be totally real. Let's say I didn't know McLean, and McLean and the Twin Cities Paranormal Society came over because uh, Colin and I 
we're like freaking levitating or something. You know what I mean? Or we are hearing, oh you know, like Colin starts levitating in the middle of the night. Or oh. Mr. Big, Mr. Big starts speaking German to me. Oh, you know, God, speaking, that little you know. guy, of course he would. Yeah. Like, he is a little Biggie. sausage. Doom cough. Yeah. Like, I, like I, that's actually a good scenario. Like, let, let's say I'm, I'm just alone with Biggie. Um, I'm, I'm alone with Biggie or the boys and I, and I look over at Big and I'm like, hi, Biggie. Hi. Would you like a little treat today? And, and Biggie, Biggie looks up. Yeah. Biggie looks up to me and, you know, starts speaking in tongues. You know, I, I'm, I I would, I would like, you need to change your Nutrisource food. Yeah. I'm going to switch into chicken and rice. But that question was just if you knew somebody had passed away. No, but I'm just saying, but I'm expanding it. It's like, yeah, no. Oh, like here's big right now, everybody. That's right. Here's big right here. So, no. So, fine. If someone died, like, no, I because I don't understand these people that on these shows that call in a McLean and they see crap and they remain in the house. <laughs> I told Colin, I, I don't care how economically not practical it is. I would be out. Um, I would be out. Um, we I, I, there's no way I could return to the house knowing there would be no way I could sleep in that house ever again comfortably <laughs> knowing, you know, Grandma <laughs> Becky is uh, levitating above me or uh, somewhere <laughs> around, you know, moving my knives around or moving my <laughs> junk drawer around. Yes. I'm out. Goodbye. No, I'm out. There's, <laughs> okay. and I, I'm not even so, joking for the show. I, I am guess. out. <laughs> you no. can't. You can't come to the, my farmhouse then. Why? Uh, and this is my question for you, Don. Mm-hmm. This was. Uh, this house has been in the family forever. Oh, cool! And um, it was my dad's cousin. I always called him Uncle Merlin, but obviously he wasn't my uncle. But I worked for him out there when I was a Merlin. kid. Merlin was he a wizard? <laughs> no, no, okay. Far from it. Let me okay. tell you. Um, but uh, he, from what I understand, they turned the living room into a hospice room mm-hmm. towards the end, and I believe he passed in the living room. Okay. Now, I'm wondering, is is he hanging out watching me? Well, I mean, or probably. Is, they what's, don't what's all going stick around. Here? They don't all stick around. A lo- no. A lot of them move on. Yeah. So if you've never noticed anything, I would say no. He just passed over. There is not one piece of furniture in, and it's a huge living room, not mm-hmm. one piece of furniture in there. I have a spotting scope in there so I can look out the big window and, and look at wildlife. But my living room right now is in my dining room. Yeah. <laughs> because, so you just don't do anything in there? Yeah. Is it because he died in there? M- maybe. Oh, uh, I, my son, my son was asking me, "How come you're not using the living room?" And I had no answer for him. I don't know why. I'm oh. just not. I'm, I'm set up in the dining room. I don't know. Okay. Well, maybe you'll be comfortable enough to use it at some point. You uh, know. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Oh. All right. <laughs> are, are there livable? Are so- there are there ghosts you can live with? <laughs> sure. <laughs> We've been to so, so many people's not- houses and businesses that that uh, have you know ghosts that stick around and they're just like grandma or a relative or maybe somebody who used to live in the house from a long time ago or somebody who had a car accident out on the street and they don't know where to find they don't know where to go so they just wander in 
Get your oh, ass God. back out on the street. They Don't say, come in my yeah, house. It's like, oh, yeah. you know what? You keep getting somebody with a name that comes through, and they say what their name is when you ask them, and then you research, you oh. know, things that have happened oh. around the area, and you're like, oh, well, a guy of that not name died in a motorcycle accident right outside in, you know, 1974. Well, what do you tell him? Hit the road, pal. Or, or what do you do? Well, it just you depends on if you rent. want. You can't really make him leave. You have to convince him. I mean, we have um, somebody on our team that's very gifted with that. And so he does a whole, uh, you know, he offers methods of protection against them if they're mean. And then he also has uh, something that he does. He's part Native American and he um, has a bunch of different, oh, different um you know, he takes all kinds of new age and like Christianity and his his Native American roots. And he has created a ceremony of sorts to ask them to leave. And he has the ability to bring his ancestors in to help them guide them Whoa. out. And so um, wow. that's it's pretty cool. Now, they, they that doesn't mean they're going to. We always yeah. say we can't, you know, we don't charge anything anyway. So it's but, you know, we want but them to leave if we ask them. And sometimes they do, do find their way. Out. So it's not like Ghostbusters. You can't box them up and drop them off over at Jason and Colin's house. No, but there are there <laughs> Thanks, are Kenny. teams of people that are trying to develop something like that. You know, they're just that's on shows quite a bit where they're trying to develop some type of a ghost box that can <laughs> capture a spirit. But that's I just don't think that's well. ever going to be possible. I don't We've see how that's movie. real. We know yeah. it doesn't end well. <laughs> no, it yeah. doesn't, never ends well. No. The next thing you have a. A satanic-speaking French bulldog. That doesn't end well. No. No. 714, everyone. Stay right there. When we come back, it's Passing Notes Friday next. Tomorrow morning, the janitor's going to come in here and sweep you out with the rest of the trash. Unless, of course, you do the honorable thing. Get in the elevator, go up the roof, and jump off. Huh? <laughs> this has been a sweet moment. He's <laughs> cracking himself up. <laughs> he loves it. Uh, he loves, he loves to be it. evil. He does. That's <laughs> Good old Jay. J.R. Ewing, everyone. Mm-hmm. Talking to his buddy Cliff Barnes. That's right <laughs> after he... It's a great cliffhanger. He, J.R. gave Cliff uh, a loan. And Cliff didn't know it was J.R. fronting the loan. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this... All ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. Uh, for an offshore uh, oil rig. Oh and my the gosh. oil rig, the oil rig didn't come through and it was midnight. So Cliff lost everything and JR walks in the office. He's like, hello, I'm here to collect. And then that's when that whole thing played out. Cliff had no idea that oh. Jr. the whole time that uh, secured the loan that he now defaulted on. Uh, welcome back, Jason and <laughs> it's Alexis. It's hilarious that you know that. Oh, girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have every season memorized. Okay. It's 
quite oh yeah, I can tell you every every plot of every season, all all thirteen years. Which he is was just sad. rotten to the core, wasn't oh, he? <laughs> well, he's horrible, Jeez. horrible. You know, when it was funny after he died, his daughter wrote a book. Um, and look, I, I will always hold Larry in, in, in high esteem. I think he's just one of the greatest television actors, um, and a really nice guy, but it was funny. Um, Larry was more like Jr. as far as his womanizing than people thought, um, Jr. Uh, you know, was married. It was ma- or Larry was married to his wife for thirty, forty years. But um, his daughter uh, wrote a book and said that toward the end of Larry's life, he accident she accidentally, um, or he sent, he accidentally forwarded her a text message. Oh no! Um, mm. That was supposed to be for his lover, but he forwarded it to his daughter. And his daughter said, I think this is for one of your ladies and not me. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, and so oh. Larry Larry kept his womanizing. It, I guess it was a known secret, um, but he, he was a little like JR, more than people thought. Um, and uh, his daughter writes about it uh, in, a, in a book about him. So uh, it is coming up on 722. Don, do we, we have a brand new passing notes today. Yes, we do. I know that it's labeled Mimsy, and we know oh. that uh, Julia voices Mimsy for us. So that's all I know about it. Okay. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found read aloud by the MyTalk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. Even though the notes in Don's extensive stash are getting fewer and fewer, because we had a hard time casting Mimsy and or getting Julia in a good mood, we still have a decent amount of notes from Don's HSBFF Mimsy. And luckily, thanks to that mystery guy out there who's putting Julia in a good mood these past few months, we're gonna do those notes for Mimsy. Oh. Thanks, dude. Anyway, last time we heard from Mimsy, her sister was going to get tickets to a big concert in Springfield. Let's give that a quick listen. Mitch is going to see how much those rap tickets are. She's going, so maybe we can go with her. Okay, the name is Mitch, even though I'm pretty sure Julia said... Mitch is going to see... Mitch is going to see... You're hearing that, right? Mitch is going to see how much those rap tickets are. She's going, so maybe we can go with her. Anyway, Mitch is Mimsy's sister. And who boy, a rap show? I wonder which one. Actually, I found an audio recording of Mimsy's sister Mitch. calling to get those rap tickets. Let's listen. Springfield Ticket Master, this is Russell. How can I help you? Hi, Russell. This is Mitch. Mitch? Why are you Mimsy's sister? Yes, indeed. Mitch and Mimsy. <laughs> Mimsy and Mitch. And we'd like some rap tickets. Rap tickets? Why, I declare. Yeah, there's gonna be rappers and everything. <laughs> I do so like a good rap. My name is Russell and I'm here to say, Ticketmaster fees you will have to pay. Anyway, Julia, as Mimsy, is back with a note to Don 
and it starts with a message in big letters at the top of the page. Don plus Scott forever. You know, out of the hundreds of high school notes I've transcribed, yeah. I don't think I've seen a single one from Scott. Oh. So either he was illiterate or Don burned them in a fit of fiery high school rage. <laughs> Don. Hey, woman, aren't you glad we only have one more hour of summer school left? Don went to summer school. Don <laughs> went to summer school. Did you have a final <laughs> in that class? That's nice. So how are your parents treating you? Good, I hope, because I might just have to talk to them. JK. Don told me that Mimsy's home life wasn't always happy times, so yeah. maybe she was hoping to become an adopted McLean. So are you and Scott still in love? You guys make the cutest couple. Last night, I went out with Karina, Mitch, and Tina, and four guys. Amazing, it was so fun. Okay, hold on, let me count that. Mimsy, Karina, Mitch, Tina, four guys. Okay, yeah, that adds up. Mitch and Karina are kind of fighting, so Karina and me and three guys went cruising around last night. Wait. Didn't you just say like three seconds ago that it was four girls and four guys? I was drunk. What's new? Okay, that explains it. <laughs> anyway, Mitch is blaming everything between her and Karina and me. I didn't do sh. At least not that you remember. But oh well. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go. Gotta take my final. Yippee skippy hearty yay! It actually said yippee skippy heart ya. But for Julia, <laughs> that wasn't half bad. Mims, right back. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, wow. It's good. Chock full of goodness there. <laughs> I did have to See, go to summer I, school. Um, I was just going to say, yes. When I was, I had never even gotten uh, a C before. And when I got to high school, my freshman year, I had a terrible teacher for algebra. He was the football coach. And he flat out would say, I don't like girls. Oh. You distract my football players, and I don't like oh. you. He would tell the cheerleading team, which I was on, a different time to show up for the bus, and they would leave us. No. I swear wow. we would have to drive ourselves to games. Uh, so anyway, that guy shouldn't have been teaching. No, and he, um, he barely taught the class. And like sometimes he would just ask students to go up and like, hey, you, you probably know how to do this. Go up and show everybody. It's like you're not even doing anything. So anyway, no. I got an F. In algebra, I was Ooh, so he lost. Did not like oh, you. He did Ooh. not like you, McLean. I mean, one time he put me in the closet because I was talking Whoa. and made me stand in there, it was just oh, in the dark. The little room. That's what we called it. We had to the go little to the room. Little, yeah, we <laughs> called room. it the little room. Little room. Yeah, little room. Oh boy. Oh. But anyway, I was really lost. I'm not good at math, and I got an F, so I had to go to public school and go to summer school. Oh my gosh, it was so scary. Rocco, oh. last night Rocco asked me to be a part of that. That was my one part in passing notes. Oh, you did! I went to summer school. <laughs> school. Yeah, so I made the cut to passing notes. Oh, it was a good day for me. Of course, of course. So, you did a great job. Thanks, yes. buddy. 720, 727, everyone. We're going to take a break uh, when we come back. Uh, I'm so glad Don uh, pitched this. We're going to talk about the Grindelwald character from Fantastic Beasts, from the Harry Potter uh, spinoff. You know, Johnny Depp, fired girl, fired. Yes. Even though he still gets his paycheck, which, I, I anyway, we'll mm -hmm. talk about all that when we come back. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Jace, Lex is off. Don's here. Kenny's here. Grant's here. You're here. Happy Friday the 13th. Please avoid all black cats, ladders, mirrors. <laughs> Be Arthur, mm. avoid her if you can. Uh, she's on vacation, so it's easy to do. But uh, <laughs> avoid all of that if you can. Don, are you superstitious like that? 
Um, no, I used to be, but then I'm like, this, I don't need this in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's too many other things to worry about. Let's go ahead. And then I started to get to the point where I'm like, I'm just going to test it out and do all kinds. I'm going to walk under every ladder that I see. Yeah. You know? I'm going to set up a ladder just so I can walk under it several times. Kenny, are you superstitious? That's, that's brazen, McLean. I know. What uh, a no, rebel. Not, yeah, not in the least bit, no. <laughs> no, I'm not either. Although Brian, I am drinking, I am drinking coffee out of my uh, good luck. Uh, co- uh, I have a, a, a coffee mug that brings me good luck, and oh. I only drink out of it during the fall hunting season, and oh, I put well. it away for the season. Oh, I don't know what that says about me. Well, it says you, uh, you're a man of routine. Now that I, I look at it, I should probably just uh, <laughs> throw it away. It's pretty gross. Yeah. Throw, I, think, I think I'll just throw it away. <laughs> I think we just heard you throw it away live on the radio. Glad we came I to that conclusion. That. Good. I'm glad that we. I'm glad we just had this moment together. I'm glad that we all Thank shared you. this. Thank you that for fantastic. Help, helping yeah. me through it. You're welcome. Grant, are you superstitious? I was a lot when I when I was younger. Yes. Now, not so much. Um, oh, okay. because of sports. You get like, hey, if I wear my lucky jersey, but Ugh, no, I really yeah. wouldn't be otherwise. Yeah, other than sports, way. I wouldn't consider myself superstitious. No. Were you 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 were sporty spice? What you were athletic? What sports did you play, Grant? Uh, well, I played pretty much everything, but my best sport was wrestling. I was football, basketball. Only thing I didn't play was hockey. I wasn't a hockey oh, guy. Wow. My dad didn't want to go to. He taught me hockey icky because he didn't want to be going to practice at ten o'clock at night. <laughs> was, oh yes. wow! Yeah, he was not a Smart fan of having guy. to take yeah. your kid to the rink at ten o'clock. You know, so. And 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 correct me if I'm wrong. I hear from parents, hockey is incredibly expensive, right? It's a very expensive sport to play yes. for kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No reason not to have them. <laughs> Coming up on the. <laughs> Mark that down. Just another what? Yeah, another, another reason. No. Oh, I, I let me just. I, I, I stopping the show real quick. We just got an email um, from the guy that books our interviews, and it just cracks me up because he's pitching Marlo okay, Thomas. Okay. He's now oh. and 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 I bring this up for a very specific reason, and that is because Marlo and Suzanne Summers uh, are are an adjective to me. And that is, you you never book either of them on your show because you'll never get a question in. Um, you'll get one initial introduction, oh and gosh. then and then they will talk for four minutes straight, and you'll never get in another question. Marlo Thomas is that way. Lex and I, I think it's we've been we've had her on three times, and the last time we had her on <laughs> just to test our theory. Yeah. And Alexis, Alexis had to mute her microphone because she was laughing so hard because um, I introduced Marlo. And, and let me stop and say, I love Marlo. I love what she does. I love St. Jude's. But, I, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So this was, I think, the third or fourth time. So we had her on, and I said, uh, hey, welcome back. Da, 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 da. You know, she is uh, uh, in charge of St. Jude's. She was the executive producer of one of my favorite uh, children's specials of all time, Free to Be You and Me. Marlo Thomas joins us. Jason, thank you so much. St. Jude's is a wonderful organization, and she is off like Seabiscuit. Like, she is off (laughs) to the races. Oh, that's funny. and, And I was in the building with Alexis that day, and I'm looking at Lex, and she is turning... Her little head looks like a cherry tomato because she's laughing so hard. So she she's like, oh, my God. She's mouthing. Lex is mouthing to me. Oh, my God. She's doing it. Like, 
this is the third time and she's doing it again. And and then the same thing with Suzanne Summers. You get one question in and you will never speak again. And you then, will never remember ever. when we interviewed I mean she's so sweet and just really passionate. So no nothing yes. wrong with her, but Super no. Nanny is the same way. Oh, Super Nanny's the same way. <laughs> yes. Oh, she was so concerned about kids in the pandemic oh. and how you're going to do homeschooling and so we had her on. I think it was oh, like right. in March oh, or April. Right. I and it was like, yes. oh my gosh, it was like a wind-up toy that just wouldn't stop and we would be going so Jason was like, so tell me, can you, and it was like he tried and tried, and then it was just like, oh, and I could hear you sighing in my headphone. Oh, could you? <laughs> but not, the oh, listeners wouldn't hear because yeah. it's processed out, but oh my God, that was funny too. It's just. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Super Nanny. Yeah. There, there, there are a few that's like that. And you don't want to, um, like, how do you even, I mean, I guess we could tell him, hey, just an FYI, you know. In the future, they might want to leave some room for questions. You (laughs) know, you don't want to tell somebody how to do their job, though. So it's a real weird. Well, and you really don't want to be rude to icon like an icon like Marlo, you know, who's here to do good with St. Jude's. But my goodness, it was it was it couldn't have worked out better. I mean, I'm not kidding. (laughs) She. It was off, and then I let her finish, and we were at the four-minute mark. And for people that don't know, we sometimes either get like four or eight minutes with these folks. <laughs> and she she talked right up until her time. And then I said, well, thanks. Uh, and then Lex unmuted her mic, and she was laughing so hard. I go, we'll be right back. And we went to break, and that was it. I mean, that was the segment. It was There's nothing else to do. I mean, <laughs> oh, it was so good. But anyway, maybe we'll invite her back and see if that happens yet again. Oh, um, boy. You want me to book oh. it? No, don't. Okay. Don't book. No, I'm no. just wondering. No. <laughs> well, maybe it actually could be pretty funny to have yeah. her back on and see four times a charm. Do but, an over-under uh, or something That makes me it. feel very uh, nervous, though. So. Oh. Well, I mean, it is a, just a free segment. I mean, because she can fill. I mean, it's just like, uh, you know. How but... fun would it be to have them both, Suzanne and oh! Marlo, on at the same time? Oh, we wouldn't be able. We, nothing would be said. Nothing. It, 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 we wouldn't get anything done. It would be. I mean, but maybe that's a good thing. I, I don't know. Hey, uh, let's let's take a break. Uh, check out the new My Talk podcast, Deep in the Shallow. Uh, it sounds like a spinoff of A Star Is Born, but no, it's a podcast hosted by Colleen and Bradley. Available now. Uh, plus, listen to all your favorite My Talk shows as podcasts. Listen when you want, how you want, where you want. All of that nonsense. Uh, Download it on the MyTalk app today. Support Colleen and Bradley. They were on uh, Twin Cities Live yesterday. Uh, this is where, correct me if I'm wrong, this is when they, they do this on their show. They spend like uh, like 40 minutes deep diving I into one it. conspiracy theory, right? I mean, they, they go deep into this. So yeah, we do I, like I, 10 different topics in a show, and they do like three, and they great. go really deep into it. Yes. Yeah. It's like yeah. 60 minutes for pop culture. It's so. Great. Uh, yeah, deep in the shallow with our buddies Colleen and Bradley. Stay right there, everybody. We'll be back right after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. 
Just look at all the corn, Mr. Owl. That's Niblet's corn, to be precise. Oh, oh no. corn's corn sprout, isn't it? Niblet's corn is special. Oh. Not only picked when it's fresh and crisp, but vacuum-packed with very little water. Less water than you find in cans of most corn. This Say helps it. preserve the fresh flavor oh. and crispness of corn on the Say cob. It. There's no corn like the Giant's Niblet's brand oh. corn sprout. Yes. Gosh, I know that. <laughs> now. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Oh my gosh. Here's Mr. Niblet himself, Jason Matheson. Niblets. Hate it. Oh boy. Jason, are you muted? What's going on? He's left us. Oh, am I? Oh, I, oh, I am. I'm doing a Kenny. Now I know what that's like because I have the same mic as Kenny, and I've been sitting here yeah. laughing and going ho ho ho, and I'm like, no one's responding. But yeah, oh. my mic. Yeah. it's it's a lonely feeling. Oh. It is very lonely. Niblet is niblet is just a horrible word, and that's why I keep playing that uh, that that commercial because it's just a horrible. Horrible marketing word. You I don't, know? Yeah, niblet. I don't like it when niblet. people say, I'm going to nibble on a little piece of cake. Oh, or, creepy. No. I'm going to nibble <laughs> your neck. How about that Ugh. one? <laughs> Ugh. And just something edible. I don't want something edible called a niblet, you know? <laughs> no one and does. Where, where, and where did that come from? Like, who in the, who in the, in the, uh, uh, what is it, Green Giant? Who in the Green yeah. Giant meeting said, you know, what are we going to call just pieces of corn? You know what I mean? <laughs> the guy, it's the guys that niblets. Came, the guys that came up with nuggets. Oh, you know, yeah. They just were like, let's go with niblets. No, no. Ugh. No. That's the licorice thing I used to love. Nibs, right? Yeah, nibs. Nibs. Yeah. That sounds even That's more kind of just sounds dirty. I don't know why. Nibs. Nibs. Oh, ew. I nibs. think because it's close still, to nips. Do they still call them no. nibs? I, I don't. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Nibs. Nibs. I, I don't know. But I used to shove them into my mouth as fast as I could. I, I bet. That. <laughs> Kenny was shoving up. nibs in his mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wolfing oh. down the nibs. Wolfing down the. God, help me. It sounds like a song. Wolfing down the nibs. Wolfing down the nibs. My meatloaf. My meatloaf. Here's Kenny with Wolfing down the nibs. That's right. Oh, anyway. Oh, boy. <clears throat> um, okay. So we, I teased this a few minutes ago. Johnny Depp fired Warner Brothers fired him from uh, this Harry Potter spinoff, uh, Fantastic Beasts, and now they and he played the the bad guy Grindelwald. Now, Don, you have you have a very you have some specific ideas about the recasting <clears throat> of Grindelwald. Yes. Well, somebody on the internet pointed out that uh, Grindelwald needs to be hot. Okay. He does. So they've yeah. already recast it, or there's talks that I don't know if this is been confirmed by them not but, yet but i hope so okay mads mickelson who played mm. hannibal uh and in a variety of other things um they they're like oh you know he seems really nice and he's a talented guy um they, they don't feel like i mean he's closer to what they describe in the books because he's supposed to be blonde and very good looking and they're like Johnny Depp was way past his prime anyway to play this role because he's supposed to be contemporary with Dumbledore at the time in the books. This is a prequel to the oh. Harry Potter books. And and then they're like, but there's this big elephant in the room because Grindelwald needs to be hot, hot enough to have seduced a young Dumbledore. Okay. 
then uh, to because right, they were the gays. Yes, yeah. and so that's a major plot point in the in the books and the movies. If you haven't seen them, um, so he needs to be hot. And if you're talking about casting the movie, Jude Jude Law plays the young Dumbledore, so he has to be hotter than Jude Law. <laughs> to create and, that sexual tension that's crucial to the conflict between those two characters. And even though this guy, Mads Mikkelsen, who played Hannibal Lecter, he is charismatic, but they say he isn't inspiring any um, seduction, <laughs> magical or otherwise. Uh, so Warner Brothers needs to look into somebody else who's hotter than Jude Law to play Grindelwald. What do you see, think? Well, until this breakdown, I I 100% endorse this because I love Mads Mikkelsen. He was also in Rogue One, everyone, the Star Wars spinoff. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he played he play? uh, uh, Galen Erso. I need to look he, he him up. He played the character that he built the Death Star um, in Rogue One. He was Galen Erso. Okay. Um, he, was the, he was the main guy, the main engineer that designed the Death Star. And Hannibal remains uh, the ch- when when Don was saying Hannibal, not a- 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 obviously Anthony Hopkins played him in the movie. He played Hannibal in the NBC series, which remains one of the most, in my opinion, um, underappreciated network shows okay. of the last fifteen years. Um, okay. And it, uh, Hannibal had no business being on NBC. Mm. If Hannibal had been on Netflix right now. It would be a giant hit. That show was so blankety blank good. Um, it came out, oh, Colin and I were fairly new. So t- uh, 13, 14, 15, I, I'm going to say. Um, yeah, because I lived in St. Louis Park at the time. Um, it's Anyway, he was so good. I find him sexy, Don. Oh, you do? I find okay. him oddly, yes. There's a... There's a darkness about him. Well, he's now, playing how... all these crazy, weird, sort of dark characters that yeah. I would love. I mean, that's my favorite thing to do on stage is to play the villain. So I, yeah. I totally dig that. So you think that he has a charismatic enough quality to pull oh, off this role? I think so, because, see, he developed that with the, the actor that played Will um, in Hannibal. They had, and, and Will was, you know, I guess a straight character, but they had a sexual tension and it was really emanating. It was facilitated by Mads, okay. by Mads Mickelson. Um, there was an undercurrent of um, Will was the detective in um, in Hannibal, and there was an undercurrent of not homoeroticism, but there was a there was a uh, a thread of oh, is this more than a friendship? Is Hannibal crushing on on Will, okay. the detective? And it was all because of Mads um, and his acting. So I don't know. I think he could pull this off, Don. I, 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 I'm excited if this if this happens. Okay. However, that whole franchise, I know you and Alexis liked the last one more than mm-hmm. me. I think the whole Fantastic Beast franchise is a giant magical turd. <laughs> really? Yeah, I know you weren't into it too oh. much. I yeah, I know you were. I remember when the first one came out, we could not believe that you didn't like it. We oh. were trying to convince you to like it, and you're like, I don't like it. No. Hate it. Did you read the books? No. These fantastic. Okay. Yeah, Did I. You? No. I've never read even one Harry Potter book. So, really, my fight in this game isn't, you know, I, uh, I well, brought the and story. I don't think, 
And if memory serves me right, I don't think Fantastic Beasts, um, I don't think J.K. wrote a book. Oh. I think it's just, she wrote just, it was just a screenplay. Fantastic Beasts were never a book to begin mm, with. Okay, all right. I think these were just screenplays. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I and I love, see, here's how I can tell if I really like something, if I rewatch it. And I rewatch the Pooters, the Harry Pooters, all the time. Yeah. I have never, ever rewatched and have no desire to ever rewatch any of the Fantastic Beasts. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, that's how I can tell personally if I really like a franchise. Yeah, if you like Star Wars, obviously. It. Sure. Like today, at some point, I'll probably watch Rise of Skywalker. I'm in a mood. Yeah. I, I'll watch, you know, or maybe I'll watch Force Awakens for yeah. the. 400th time um but no i i would rather go in kenny's haunted farmhouse than watch fantastic Beasts. oh my gosh well that's a lot to say yeah Hmm. just saying i just i have no desire (laughs) and i wish i did i was excited I, i i wanted that this franchise to be great i wanted to to continue with the wizarding world but i don't know they're long i think she needs someone to edit her um I, I do. I think she she's been given carte blanche within Warner Brothers, and I and and look, she should be trusted. But everybody needs an editor, you know. Um, and I don't think they edit her, and uh, and they're afraid to tell her when she could be wrong. I and, do admit they are kind of long. That was something yeah. like, okay, this could have been ninety minutes, like all movies it's, should be. But instead. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. two hours and 15, 20, 40 yeah. minutes. We're going to take a break, everybody. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Lex in the Cities, Dawn at Dark, Jason Matheson, and do not follow Kenny. It'll only <laughs> lead to horrible things. Ever. Ever. We'll be right back. Day.